Hot and Trending, sponsored by Princeton Consumer Research. Wake up, man. Miguel and Holly. Mornings on Hot 101.5. Here's Holly O'Connor with What's Trending in Tampa Bay. Yesterday, we were all a flutter because of the Grammys. So we really didn't have time to peep in on J-Lo and A-Rod broke up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the story that hit everywhere Friday. I even think I tweeted about it. But then, by the time the weekend was over, we had heard from J-Lo and A-Rod that they were not broken up, that they were actually still together, and they're just, quote, working on things. So that turned into a huge mess. I can't imagine, like, if that's you. Because keep in mind, these are real human beings. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that they happen to be on the world stage and the world's media is like, they broke up. No, no, they didn't. Something's wrong, no. So it's tough. I got to believe it's tough for them. However, we do know that uh, yesterday, A-Rod posted about Jennifer, tagged her in his post, and it was because he had flown to the Dominican Republic to be with her because she's filming a movie there. So I don't know if this was like a calculated PR move. Yes, I do. Of course it was. Uh, For him to go fly and be supportive while she's working and show a unified front. And so then he posted it and tagged her in it to say, again... We're still together. Well, I mean, think about it. Usually these sort of celebrity stories have some sort of grain of truth to it. Right. And so if this is us in the regular world and your boo thing did something that was maybe a little bit off than what, you know, you all have agreed upon is okay, and they stepped out of the relationship, you're going to go take flowers to them at work or make sure that they have a a nice lunch delivered to them. Right. They just happen to have the means to fly to a different you know, country <laughs> while they're filming a movie because they have millions of dollars. So you picking up their favorite order at, at Starbs is the same as him flying down to the Dominican Republic. Yes. And like yeah. taking her favorite whatever to, right. to the Dominican Republic. Exactly. So anyway, that's the latest update on that. Now, yesterday, the Academy announced the Oscar nominees and Netflix's Mank led the way with 10 nominations. There was a six way tie for the second most nominated. And that would go to The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Nomadland, The Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7, which all got six nominations. And all of those, including Mank, were nominated for Best Picture along with Promising Young Woman. So those were the big uh, movies out that everyone was talking about yesterday. And as far as another talking point that the Oscars finally have gotten to, they've gotten a little more diverse. Yes. You remember Oscars So White? Mm-hmm. That whole thing? Well, almost half of the acting nods go to non-white actors. And for the first time ever, there are two women competing in the best director category. Mm. So that's a big step as well. Um, and also, I wanted to point out Viola Davis has broken her own Oscars record. She earned her fourth nomination yesterday, which uh, was Best Actress for her performance in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And basically, she is the most nominated black actress ever at the Oscars. As she should be, because Viola Davis is queen. 100%. Um, But what I will say, because I know yesterday when we, like, right as the story was breaking and we read off the Best Picture nominees and, like, I think I've only seen one of them. I haven't seen any. um, I read this really cool article yesterday that said it's not 
it it do, it does make sense that a lot of us are like, whoa, what are these movies on the best picture category? Because obviously this time last year, theaters closed down. Right. And so what's happened is a lot of the big movies with like the big stars that we all know and love that would normally be up for best actor, best actress or best picture, those types of big budget movies, they've held those movies until we can go back to theaters. And so it's given opportunities for a lot of these uh, smaller films oh. that are more artistic in value to get the spotlight. And so this is sort of like, a, hey, here's some movies that you should watch and that we're recommending that normally wouldn't get the spotlight. Well, that too. And I, I always want to point out, I mean, this happens every Oscar season. Yes. You get the Oscar nominees and you're like, what is this? Even mm-hmm. in, in non-COVID times. And that's what they do. The Academy is picking picture, choosing pictures that are very, like, intense. Mm-hmm. They're not like, you know, Avengers Endgame <laughs> was not nominated no. for a best picture. But, no. like, everyone has seen it. Right. Except Scott, I think. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Mm. Wow. That's... What are you doing? Uh, but anyway, so that's usually how it goes. Mm-hmm. But yes, especially this year, they have maybe different uh, directors or mm-hmm. lesser known actors or whatever. And they're not coming from the big movie companies that right. we normally see. So that's why it's cool to be like, oh, okay, here's sort of like a list of new types of movies that I would have never considered before. Exactly. That's what's hot and trending with Miguel and Holly. It is 7.04 with the rough year of loss Scott has had. He wants to fill every moment with being in the present, and he wants to embark on a new adventure that you might be able to help out with.